This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It wouldn't be a construct. <laughs> I wish I caught more than the back end. The computer kind of lagged oh, right man. before I could get it going. And you just started out just spitting something Just profound. spitting that fire. Nah, I was just talking about how time doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter. Time's not real, you know. We talk about time a lot. We do. It's one of my favorite subjects, even though it doesn't let's, uh, matter. Let's let's, uh, let's let's run it. Time. But before we get moving too fast, and before we forget, we got two things to knock out. Got to introduce the show. Welcome you. Oh. To Porch Talk, this is your host, Alan. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. And uh, I've got my guest here, Big John. We don't call it off the deep end anymore, so I don't, I'm trying thanks to... Thanks for visiting. I'm trying to... <laughs> thanks for visiting. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for visiting. I'm trying to come up like... Uh, we got away from calling it off the deep end. We're just... Yeah, just going to do some stuff. We're just running episodes. Yeah, it's just, you know, off the deep end. Conspiracy is so lame now. You know, it's because everybody is one. Everything's a conspiracy. They're all against us. Everybody knows that now. We're not playing any new new hand anymore. Kind of got boring. It did. Well, not boring, but stale. stale. You know, same, same. Yeah, they're coming. Aliens are coming. They're here. There's like 56 species of them here. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Speaking of conspiracy, I have a conspiracy. That I would like to share with y'all right now. Uh, go see if the Porch Talk promo on Manscaped.com works. Hell yeah. That's Porch Talk, all one word, all one word, P-O-R-C-H-T-A-L-K, and go to Manscaped.com. Alan, pass the spell and be. Dude, I was actually a, a spell and be champion in I like third grade, baby. But I'll tell you what I did do today. Trimmed up the beard. Let's go. The head. He's getting summer ready. Guys, spring's coming. You gotta spring get, is coming. Can't be looking like a damn wildebeest like you just come out of the cave, man. Yeah. We're out of the cave, guys. Got yeah. the, even got the old boys down there trimmed up nice. That's what I'm talking about. So what's up, ladies? Got some little crop preserver on there, you know? Oh, man. What a day to rock it. Dude, I'm telling you, it was a ni- nice breeze. That's why I kept getting cold. I had that minty tingle going up my inner Dude, thigh just, with the breeze. It just does something. Whew! Yeah. It's a, a certain little walk of confidence about me when I'm yeah. just... Yeah, I do yeah. have ball deodorant on. Yeah, I got ball deodorant on. What about it? Got it on my armpits, oh. too. That's it. Oh. Put a little bit on the yeah. Just a little bit on the. Uh, just rub it all over, man. Like, treat it like right a lotion. below the ear. Yeah, just. It does smell fucking phenomenal, I will say. <sighs> Boys, if you get nothing else, go with the ball deodorant. Summer's the, coming. The crop preserver. Swamp ass city down here in the south. And I cannot wait to see how the ball deodorant 
stands that test of time. That's what I'm I'm curious to see. I am curious to see what it does to 98 degrees. I cannot wait. <laughs> I hope it works. Me no, too. No. I hope I'm like, oh, this is fucking fantastic. Uh, but uh, real talk, uh, Manscaped was so good to us. They sent us a whole bunch of products to try out, and uh, we couldn't even run the ads on the show until we tried them. That was part of the rules. That know? was part of the rules. They, they wanted our honest feedback, and like, I was halfway in there to be able to be like to shit on them. Yeah, and I can't shit. No, I'm. I was. It's good I, stuff. Know, I'm never. You know, I'm never fully sold on anything. At first, I was really skeptical. I was skeptical of the lotion. Mm-hmm. I was skeptical because that was something I'd never done. I never had my hands on it. You know, the first thing I touched was that ear and fucking nose hair trimmer, and I'm like, <laughs> every dude needs to get one of them, man. I'm like, <laughs> maybe even a couple of you ladies out there. I'm like, <laughs> this ain't bad here. <laughs> so. Yeah, that intrigued me to go on and try some other things. Yeah, and I was I've enjoyed every bit of it. So there you go. So thank you, Manscape. I do hope that that Porch Talk promo code still works. Try to use it at checkout. Get twenty percent off your total purchase order. Promo code Porch Talk Manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'll, by the way, I'm talking to other possible sponsors now. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a little get a little fire going. Yeah, I'd I'd like to. Uh, I don't, I'm gonna be picky about them. Like I'm Manscaped is like a company that like I believe in because I've tested the product. I've tested the product, and, and obviously, sold. like before, I agree to any kind of thing. It's like I want to see what you're working with, right? Show I, me, show me what that thing do. I have a little interview, or you know, I have a little idea, but we'll keep that for the porch. Okay. You know. By the way, I, I do want to start that up. We've got plenty of content that we could put up, but I think that would be the the thing to do if that was like what was protected by the paywall. That yeah, content. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, why would you have to put something behind a paywall? Uh, because you can't say it really. You can't really say it unless there's money involved. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, and on top of that, it's. Uh, there is a without getting into too much detail maybe you know what I'm talking about uh, you see the way that people associate uh, the latest uh, let's see what, what what is the term pretendian if you will so you remember Elizabeth Warren she yeah. came out and like she was like half Cherokee or something whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah, and turns yeah, out so like she was like one in a thousand whatever yeah whatever yeah well there's been another who uh, came out as Indian, and then they did a little 23 of me and realized there is one in 2084th of you that is Indian. Mm. And so uh, she was up in Hollywood, I want to say, but uh, not anymore. So that is one thing that uh, the victim class does not like, is for you to fake being one. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, boy. They That's hit. worse than being one in some cases. <laughs> <laughs> A, a faker till you make her. Yeah. I mean, some of the, some of the, some of the ones down in the casino, I question how much they, what's like, what their percentage is. Hmm. But other than that, I mean, 
Don't 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 shit on them. Don't attempt to be. Don't impersonate. That's one thing, dude. Uh, I was a guest on a, another podcast, and what I had to say was so profound. It, it was it became the name of the episode. Oh shit! What was that? Just be you. Yeah, just be you. <laughs> hey, be you. They they it. they ain't but one of you, and uh, like I I understand like, and this is what I was talking about is. We like to mimic or imitate whomever we're inspired by, like a mentor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, instead of, yeah, there's nothing wrong with getting a little inspiration and getting a little flair from somebody and making it your own. But as soon as you figure out how to cook with what you got cooking. Yeah, you just stick with that. Yeah. Do that. And if people don't like it. Fuck them. That's what I say. Fuck them. You don't need them. Yeah, really. I mean, you'll have your own people. That's one thing that I don't understand about, like, the cancellation of, of whether it's a book, a YouTube channel, a podcast, I don't I don't understand like why people get up in arms about. Now, granted, like we're going to talk about movies tonight. Yeah. Usually, I'm fairly critical because I think that pop culture is shit right now. But there's not really these movies that we watched were good. We'll get to that in a little bit. But it's like well, now they they, they but, were pandemic movies. They did come out and. Well, they're not. Yeah, so they're not practically new. They're not brand new. But uh, they're new to me. Yeah, they were new to our platform. We were watching. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's if you don't like something, don't look at it, don't listen to it, don't pay any mind and go on about you. Why do you have to raise a hundred dollars worth of hell over something? Something somebody says. Like, something somebody does. Something somebody does. Depending or, on what that is now, you can raise some hell over some Or stuff. maybe, like this is the latest thing that I hate, John Stewart's bad guilty of it. It's like, let's say you and I sat down for an hour interview, and yep. we, we were talking about a hot-button issue, maybe a school shooting. Uh, and then, to paint a narrative, I chopped and screwed that internet, uh, that interview up just to make you say exactly what I wanted you to say and then air it as if it's uncut and it was just a short 10-15 minute interview conversation oh. what would you think of, and John Stewart just did that yeah I'm sure he, he's probably doing it for a comedic effect even though it, he's not really on that side anymore well if, if you'll remember there used to be I don't remember the I can't even remember the name of the program at the moment but that does just speak volumes to media, showing that they'll fucking chop and screw, yeah, whatever they need to do. And sometimes their editors are just better. Yeah, I mean now we're getting so good with AI. I mean it's not going to yeah. be anything to auto generate someone such as like. I think this would be the most interesting U.S. presidential uh, campaign and election, probably ever, just because of this AI technology in twenty twenty four. You think so? Dude, there are going to be so many deep fakes vote of, for me. of either of either candidate, right? Yeah, vote for me. Vote for you. Vote for me, twenty twenty four. I, I, I want you to write me in. I've I've said it. You know what? About six years ago. You know what, John? You I got, was going. You got my vote. I was. We going, got two right here. You voting for yourself? I vote for myself. That's what I was going to run in twenty twenty, but I wasn't old enough. See, that's my thing about this year. See, uh, so in twenty 2020, twenty or twenty thirty two. You and I are going to be uh, running against each other. We're both going to run. Okay. All right. I'm cool. I'm yeah. cool with it. We'll see how it goes. 
Yeah. Wouldn't wow. that just be wild? You look at this. Uh, you'd have to look at it by county. It's like I'm gonna try. And there were two retards that voted for <laughs> each other. <laughs> for each other, or voted for themselves. <laughs> we both, from, both from. Oh, no, you're not from Pickens County anymore. <laughs> yeah. You're from Lamar. Yeah, I'm. I'm not even in Pickens County anymore. Shit. Yeah, I was gonna say we lambs now. Lambs County. I haven't changed anyway. Oh. <laughs> Lamar County. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just for legal purposes. Uh, uh, that'll do. Uh, but yeah, man. Well, fuck, what were we even talking about? Ain't that fun? That's, we got off we're talking, about, uh, we're talking about, like, just cancellations. See, that's the problem with the cancel culture, dude. How can you cancel culture and still fucking have culture? Well, I mean, I, that's literally you what gotta we're... You got to have all realms. You I think have, that is what we're, that's what we're looking at in the mirror. Yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're living right and now. And so, like, you know, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. They're talking about rebooting those movies and recasting. Jesus. And I was like, and this is my biggest, like, I didn't like what Amazon did with their Rings of Power. Of, I thought it was absolute dog shit. Like... With someone like with someone like Tolkien, who Silmarillion and the whole history, he spent his entire like professional writing life, world building, Middle Earth, and wrote books about the history of it. Now, granted, like the trilogy, like Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, and Return of the King, is the best of it. I see. I'm not. I'm not familiar. You know, the Lord of the Rings. Uh, So you had the script. Yes, yeah. And then you go, like, we're going to take a creative approach to it. It's like, motherfucker, I don't need no creative it's approach. It's fine. It was fine. I don't, I, don't, I don't need you to do anything. Just do, do what it was. Do just what wait. it is. Just wait till they start doing that to the classics. They're doing that. Like, well, think saying. about that new Flash. They're, the new Flash movie, who the, who's the Batman in that film? What are they throwing at you just to make you feel nostalgic? Keaton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know? And it's like, and if that is like, and everyone who wants to see that film that I've talked to, that is the number one thing they say. It's, it's cool to see Keaton again. I thought he was going to be Batman, like, in a Batman movie at some point. Maybe that's what they're alluding to, John. Damn, I might have just spoiler alert. Shit. Just coming out of thin air with it. Look at me coming up with culture in my brain. We need to put you over at Warner Brothers. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like I, I like Michael. You know, that's the thing about it. Like, how many times, like, did you watch the Batman with Pattinson, the latest Batman film? I have watched it. I, I the action was cool. It wasn't really Batman. It was more of a wasn't Batman film. Wasn't Batman. Uh, I did enjoy the film. Uh, biggest issue with the film that wasn't Batman. It was so fucking dark. Well, no, I, I do like the darkness. You didn't see anything but his boots. But like, yeah, that, that was the opening scene. I'm about to hit this rain puddle like who done a dog. I'm gonna run through the I rain in my Gucci boots. Yeah, you had the scene where like he's getting away from a fight. Instead of elegantly with the cape going to the ground, I may have fallen asleep. And uh, I'll be honest. No, he just smacks like two stories down and just smacks concrete. Oh yeah, and gets up right. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not Batman, dude. Like shit. He's the world's greatest detective. 
Now, granted, he was fairly good on detective work, but, like, his thing has always been, like, a few steps ahead of the enemy, right? Yeah, every time. But on this one, like, he was behind the Riddler. Now, granted, I was like, oh, yeah, you being a damn critic when you don't have to be critical. I'm just saying. That's why you have the Penguin and all these other villains. Like, yeah, give him to. Give him multiple projects to work on because he's that bad. I want to see a Mr. Freeze. That would be cool, a remake of the Freeze. Would you bring Arnold back and let him do all his cheesy jokes? You need to cool down. <laughs> it's time for you to chill out. She over there baking me a cake. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to... Uh, I got an a intriguing message. I see. <laughs> we need to pause? Yeah, let's pause for just a second. I was sitting on a stump. Okay. One day. And I saw a light pass me by. Mm. And I followed it. And it led me straight to Crystal Burger. Hmm. That's profound. Yep. Okay. Yeah. One last thing before we leave culture is like, well, if you're so upset about uh, canceling rolling over, because that is a sign that culture is dead when it starts to just zombify itself. Yeah. Just recreate instead of doing something new. Why don't you make something new? Yeah. I'm in the process of it, folks. Give me a little time. We're cooking. I've got a book I'm writing. You got a book you're writing? Mm hmm. And I'm. Not the recipe. I said, not the recipe. Not the recipe. <laughs> it's going to be a fantasy. Oh. Um, and working on some, like, animation kind of thing for, like, a YouTube. Oh, that's cool. Like a character build, and, like, I'll make the music behind it. Like, it won't have any kind of dialogue. Because I want to make it to where uh, I think if the actions are good enough, you don't need words. And then... Like, the music behind it is going to kind of make it feel the way it's supposed to feel. Okay. And then... Kind of like silent movies did back in the day. Even if you don't speak English, it don't matter, because you can get get the picture just from watching the... Watching the film and the... Yeah. And doing, like, three to five-minute short episodes. That's cool. Or maybe a little longer. It would take a... It'd take a while to do three to five minutes. I mean... Yeah, it takes a long time. I've been playing with it, so we'll see. We'll see. Oh, yeah. I mean... Anything. But to time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's one way. See, man, that's what I was... The main thing I see, you know, since I've been out there in the world looking around, mm. saw the other side of it through different eyes, I realized, dude, that we are worried about something that doesn't even matter. And that's Time. I think any time, like, you talk, it's so funny you brought that up. Um, buddy of mine was uh, getting ready to introduce me to his girl. Yeah. And uh, she ain't from here. And I, he had already told her quite a bit about me. And, like, he put out this preface. He said, now, don't immediately go into talking about clockwork elves and, like, 
go on to a different spiritual plane and talk about angels and demons and principalities. He's like, you can't. He's like, please don't do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, okay. okay. So she's not an astronaut. <laughs> Doesn't like going to space. Okay. <laughs> Man, and that's and that's people. That's stuff people are concerned with is like this world and time and things that happen in this world. I get less and less materialistic the older I get. I used to I used to care and like things. Dude, I've been wearing the same kind of shoe for like seven years now. Fuck yeah, man. And like when this pair runs out, I go get the same exact pair. There's something to be said for that. <laughs> At least you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting every time. And like when it gets cool, I'm going wearing flannels and in the summer it's going to be like a band shirt and some ripped up jeans, man. It's like that is the, the whole style is laid the fuck out. I don't, and like as far as like, I do, the older I get, the more I appreciate art. Yeah. So I like to have good art. Cool shit. And I do like have a few instruments, but other than, and records, but other than that, I don't, I don't have a lot of stuff. I have acquired a lot of stuff since I've gotten here. But, you know, I could just as easily throw most of this stuff in the dumpster and walk away. And that's the way I like to keep things. Yeah. I used to used to collect things. Like, um, we got in the cards for a while. You know, different things like baseball cards or Pokemon cards, whatever. See, I've never gotten into the Pokemons or Digimons. Then I got or... bored with that, and then it became like video games and things like this. And I just chest it was just slap full of like xbox games like yeah it was a damn good collection like if i had passed away like you would be able to say he's like he had a good he had a good collection he played a lot of video games he played a lot of games man he was game i would say yeah he played a lot of video games yeah and now it's like the main thing i guess is like i got a lot of art and i got a lot of records yeah you got cool shit you got things that will stand the test of time things that'll last Music and this people Art. and it's people that I know, and that's you what know, it's you like. Want. Joe McGow and Abe Partridge, you know. Uh, yeah, that's Jonathan right. Treadway. Um, you want people's art, you know. You want you don't want. I got this fucking poster, this painting from Target. Yeah, you don't want that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to get the fucking frame portrait from that comes with the thought, bedroom suit. At you... Ashley, nobody wants that. <laughs> Well, people have it, but nobody wants it. Live, laugh, love, baby. Live, laugh, love. Fucking, I don't know. I don't know. I, I saw <laughs> Dude, this. I had an artist friend of mine. Like, uh, she she used to. She's very great. I mean, she still makes great art. But like, I remember like she kind of got. I guess she got down. Cause like she would work these art festivals and she wouldn't really sell like you know maybe a piece or two and like wouldn't make enough money to pay off the booth right. Yeah. And then, like, next time I see her out there at the Art Fest, man, she had sold her soul. She was, like, throwing Alabama A's and MSU's and Live, Laugh, Loves. And, you know, things started flying off the shelf. And I walked by and I just shook my head. I was like, you got to do what you got to do. But you, you're better than this. <laughs> I know what you did here. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you got to do what sells. I mean, everybody, everybody's wanting to make money doing something. Or make a way to survive, you know? Yeah. 
it's almost like you know like after Metallica Black and Monk says this all the time but um, you know when they got accused of being a sellout the lead guitarist you know what he said infamously it's a good quote yeah we do sell out every night <laughs> arenas yeah I mean <laughs> shit whatever you gotta, gotta do what you gotta do right getting paid man yeah. everybody wants to get paid and whether it be notoriety or financially, everybody wants something. <laughs> They're talking about time and like wanting something. I don't know. I guess I guess because I started like the uh, started porch talking. Some of these like creative endeavors, like I guess late twenties, early thirties, to where it's like I'm not necessarily doing it for attention. Yeah, I'm just doing it because I feel like it, it helps me to exist. Does that make sense? Like, it gives me, like... A reason. Sen- a sense of purpose. Okay. I got you. Yeah, so, like, you know, whether playing a show or recording a podcast or even, like, the behind the scenes of producing it, mixing it, mastering it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I enjoy all that stuff. And it, it gives me something to do. I'm, I'm not watching TV. I'm not, you know, I'm not doom-scrolling on TikTok, you know. Oh, God. You know, it's... It gives me, it's good for my mind, you know, it keeps keeps me busy. Well, it gives you something to do with your time. And on top of that, I mean, we get ads and sponsors from time to time, and, you know, it makes some money. Might do some stuff. Trim my beard up real nice tonight. There you go. Um, But, yeah, man, thinking, I was looking at it, and, you know, I go out there sometimes, and I was sitting there thinking about time one time, and I'm like, had all these fears, like, oh, my God, what day is it? What do I have to do tomorrow? Then all of a sudden, I had to thinking about it. I'm like, man, none of this shit matters. It doesn't fucking matter. Why am I so concerned about tomorrow when I have all this time right now? You know? So, it, I don't know, it just created something in my mind to where, why am I so concerned about time? Why am I not just worried about now? You think that, that came just out of, like, maturity or out of boredom or from taking a trip? I'm pretty sure. I don't know, because, you know, I've, I've tripped through the ages. Started at a fairly young age. And they've changed through time. Think it's cause of wisdom. I think it's cause you. I guess the the more you go, the more you see, the more you want to see. Okay. So you go deeper, and you keep going deeper until you go as deep as you want to go. Mm-hmm. And then you either keep going there and hanging out, or step on down. You just start stepping back, you know. Yeah. So it's it really put a it really put a I don't know like a really like a block in my mind on how this world works and functions on time. The way I perceive it is like it's it's kind of like lifting the veil. Because, like, 
maybe people can understand like the illustration I'm going to use to try to explain it is it's almost like fourth dimension to where if you think on this plane that we live in we're in you know we have three dimensions yeah and that's almost like stepping into like the fourth to where things is like you kind of see the the ins and outs of um yeah, you see where you go. You're going. Yeah, where you've been. You've, you've been you and then you kind of you see the bigger cogs in the machine, and like all this like man to man hate. Like you kind of you kind of see above that to where like that's really just wasting time. It's like, waste of time. When you see that people should be getting together and like we could ascend, and then you you just get like really frustrated because you you just seem so small and helpless about it. Well, one time, man, I was out there, a friend of mine, and I, we were out there pretty deep, and we started, like, meditating and, like, focusing on this pendulum. Mm-hmm. And, dude, I lost hours just sitting there looking at that. I think I transcended into nirvana like no shit like, i think we that's what i was gonna ask you i was like for a lot of people people describe it as almost a spiritual or religious experience yeah i think we transcended in nirvana me and that guy because we were experiencing the same thing at the same time and we weren't in our realm yeah it's kind of like being in the matrix or something yeah we were like in the matrix but me and him we were sitting there yeah and with this pendulum and it was just he and I sitting there just and all the shit fucking happening around us and all we were doing was just mm. watching this pendulum. And dude, I started playing with rocks after this. I have crystals and all kinds of rocks now because that's real. That was real energy. You ever think about who you may have met? I don't know. I I think this cat that I was out there with had really had some stuff figured out. He was a very good guy. He was a could have been the devil. Could have been. I hung out with that guy a few times too. I don't mind him so much. <laughs> he's not the guy they tell us he is, man. That's that's what a lot of people understand. Well, he's a deceiver. That's a fact. Or and a liar. Yeah. Or he's just out there. Just not concerned with us. I think he's very concerned. Mm, not, not this us. He's not concerned with this us. Okay. He's concerned with our brain on our spinal cord us. Yeah. And I think everything runs downstream from culture. And if you can influence the culture... And you can paint all these signs and wonders and things. And next thing you know, I, like I don't think people should watch TV if they're not subconscious. Yeah. About like what they're watching, like if they're if they're not unable to see through, like whether it's just a, a TV show. Yeah. Like if you can't, you know, take a few moments, minutes from this show and think about the message of it. If you can't critically think. And be like, oh, this is what this is about. You're not. It's just entertainment. Yeah. And maybe that's the way, like it's it's intended. But like, no, I think things have meanings. Yeah, everything means something. 
It's like, uh, you know, they live or whatever with the sunglasses, right? Yeah. Puts the glasses on, he sees Consume. What, the, what the billboards are actually saying, you know? Obey. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's that thing to be like, you're, you're critically thinking about like what you're letting your eyes take to your brain, you know? Yeah. And it can, you, you watch enough of it, you be, it's almost like hypnotherapy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I'm very scared of being hypnotized. Oh, I bet that was a tough movie to watch. Yeah, I'm very afraid of that. Because I don't know what's up here that I'm holding back. I don't know what might come out. <laughs> you know, I know what I've done. So I don't know what might be hanging out for somebody else to see. Hmm. So definitely don't know, want nobody up there playing around when I'm not there. <laughs> you know, I'm like this door's locked. <laughs> yeah. We got this whole we got this whole section over here. We don't. Yeah, we don't go over there. We don't talk about. And that one over there, you stay away from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. See, that's my fear. Is like you go in there and you're completely powerless. You don't have any. You're you're subconscious. Unless you have like subcon like in the movie, what was it? Hypnotic. Hypnotic. That was the film. And uh, unless you have like subconscious blockers put in, there's no telling what could be done to you mm-hmm. in your subconscious because you're like. What do they call it? Uh, uh, securityless. What is it? You don't have any security in there. Oh yeah, kind of like a, if you're some firewalls. Yeah, if you don't have, if, if you're not in there, <coughs> your firewalls anti-vi- are down. Antivirus protection. Yeah, if you're not in there, your firewalls <laughs> are down. You know, and depending on where you are, sometimes it's cool to let your firewalls down. You know, depending in certain situations. Like I think if you're by yourself. You can let your firewalls down, yeah. But it's, mm-mm. I don't think you should do that. I don't think that should be allowed. I don't think anybody should be able to play around in your head without you being there. A lot of people get down like with this, with uh, you know, like people that they think care about them. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, no, fuck no. You don't know what you're dealing with. You don't know. It don't have to be a... A hypnotherapist. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what you're out there with, man. He might be, and I mean, it depends on how you take them. Depends on your belief. It might be cool to hang out with them. Might not be. They might, you know, help you out. They might hurt you. Generally, if they're out there floating around, though, they don't have good interest at heart. Something about it. Yeah, you know the the Some, good. Um... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. The good interest generally generally floats away, and the bad intentions generally stay around. My dad told me something years ago, and uh, 
it, it, it never did make sense or I never thought about it much until uh, it was said again um, by a friend of mine over the weekend. And uh, just talking about just some of the things that I've seen over the years, like just in a bar, and God only knows we could probably do like a million episodes of the things that you've seen. Yeah, God, I've been there for and years. Like, and, I, you know, we were just kind of laughing and carrying on. It's like just some of the – just things that just don't make sense that could possibly happen. Just, wow, how did that go down? You know what I mean? You know, I watched somebody standing straight up fall straight down. <laughs> no explanation. Yeah. Just standing there fine. And so, like, and one thing that I've been picking up on, and I've been trying to do a whole lot better job of, is um, the advice was years ago, and I believe it's true today, more than ever, is be careful who you have a beer with. Yeah. Be careful who you drink with. Oh, absolutely. You don't know what kind of intentions they have for you. They might be trying to get you to let your guard down so you can, they can find out some shit on you. Not only that, uh, ladies, if you're out there in this area, uh, we got somebody who's been going out and roofing people. That's good. Just wanted to give that a little PSA for you if you're in the friendly city area. Really? Yeah. That sucks. So, wash your drinks. Go out with your friends that you trust. If you can't watch it, let them watch it. I'll tell you what you do. You get shots and get non-alcoholic chasers. Leave your chasers sitting around. I'll drink your chasers, and <laughs> you uh, take the shots. How about that? Hey. I'll sip the chaser for you and make sure it's okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'll make sure your mixer's all right. I don't want any of your alcohol, but... They'll take you up on the, uh, the soda. I'll take the soda, make sure it hadn't been tampered with. Well, you know, that wouldn't be a bad idea. You a Pussifer fan? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I got a Pussifer record. Really? I do. That's cool. Which one? I don't know. I'm not familiar with the band. Oh, no, you don't know the band? I just heard that you and Webb was talking about them, and I was like... Um, I had this dope, this uh, warehouse just full of records. What they're doing, they're a distributor, and I was, I was getting a tour. Yeah. And uh, they showed me a shelf. It's like, you can have anything off that shelf. And I was like, oh, shoot. I got to looking. There's a lot of cool stuff. But uh, I was like, man, that, that uh, puss for record would be like a good gift for Danny or Webb. Or just for us to have here where we record and like we can yeah. listen to it, you know. Well, when we get your speaker, yeah, we get some speakers over there. Hey, we're a little little bit of time, man. Yeah, a little piece of time. Yeah, but it was it was a good little snag, dude. Like I'll uh, I'll go I'll go get it when we uh, when we get done. I'll show it to you. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh. And uh, it's a good snag. It is a good one. Anything, any kind of like tool vinyl or for vinyl. Even a perfect circle, if you can come across those vinyls. Those about, this is cool. unopened, dude. It's still oh, that's nice. It's brand new, yeah. dude. Yeah. All right. And then. Uh, Thank you, Josh. Yeah. Hey, where is this record's uh, place at? Where well, you know? Stay on the porch. Oh, okay. 
I was going to be like, I need to, I need to <laughs> come over here and be like, what's up, guys? I need some. Yeah, I'll tell you on the porch. Need some Grateful Dead records, please. Some Sublime records. That'd be cool, too. My favorite thing to do to Mark lately is uh, aggravate him about listening to jam bands. Hey, man. Don't, uh, don't I, hate. I was getting a little under y'all skin. So, hey, man. Y'all were talking about how <laughs> it was widespread panic, and it was like, is this still the intro? Yeah. And then, like, we 20 minutes in? <laughs> like, it's like seven and a half, man. Chill out. Yeah, I was rough. So I just, oh, uh, then Mark was like, you want me to put on some fish? I was like, we're making uh, fish pieces. <laughs> he said, what are you talking about? I was going to put fish on. I was like, what's that? He said, you never heard of Fish, the band? <laughs> I was like, no, what is that? He's like, you're messing with me. I was I was giving him hell all evening, dude. Dude, he needs somebody to give him hell. <laughs> He's a good one to give hell. Yeah, he takes it too, man. He's a team player. Takes it all in stride. We'll yes. get him back. And he's like, I got all of us do it fairly well. Is uh, self-deprecating humor? Yeah, like, you can uh, shit on yourself anytime. Re- re- real quick to uh, shit on oneself. Good yeah. fella he is. Yeah, good. Anything else to say about hypnotherapy? Ah, uh, shit, man. If how did we get there? Yeah, let's say. Let's say we were to find a hip a hypnotist. I know one. You know one. There's one in uh, Starville. See how much she would charge me to hypnotize me. I bet the first session would be free. And I just, just want to hear. Go in as a uh, tell her you're an anti-hypnotist apologist. What the <laughs> fuck? No, no, I'm not apologizing <laughs> that- for nothing. No, that's not what apologists mean. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and that you're here to disprove hypno- hypnosis because she can't hypno- hypnotize you <laughs> this battle of the wits. Oh. That'll get you a free run. I mean, I bet if I really tried, you couldn't hypnotize me. It's hard to get me to go under on, on anesthesia. There's a lot of, uh, I mean... Like you talk about crystals, whatever else. There's a lot of like Wiccan or witch uh, craft uh, that happens around. Especially if you live in a city, uh, there's there's quite a bit of it that happens around you all the time. People don't really think about it, but it does, and it works. Yeah. No, I'm down with the holistic stuff, man. Like the herbal medicines <coughs> and whatnots. <coughs> See, well, you could drink a gray tea. Well, holistic is a. Uh, that's not necessarily like that. Well, that, yeah. that can be for good or evil. Yeah. Some things are just evil. Yeah. Well, some things are meant to be evil. <laughs> some are most. That, that's what I was like going like with on some of these trips. It's like the entities or uh, different types of beings that you run into. It's almost like uh, uh, they are from a different plane. Yeah, man, we had a good time when I went out there with The Rock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not real, I'm not real PC about my rock usage, but I'm not that kind of rock, man. Don't you be raising your eyebrows, Snorty and Snorty McRogerson. Uh I'm talking about like I went in the Crystal Store. 
<laughs> and I'm like, I need some fluorite. And they're like, they're looking at me, you know, I came in kind of looking like this. Yeah. You know, maybe a little more wooly. And they're like looking at me like I was crazy. I'm like, no, I'm with this shit. Where'd yeah. you go? Oh, I was in Kentucky. It was you in the Hobby Lobby. No, it was actually a crystal <laughs> store. Man. Like, oh man, legit, jit. It was cool. There, yeah. I mean, that's it's crystals and whatnot. That's all Wiccan stuff, but that stuff's been around longer than Christianity. So there's some truth with it too. No, there's absolutely a lot of truth with it. People used to get burned at the stake for that. Yeah. Well, you know, they would burn you at the stake for fucking being able to untwist the top off a jar that your husband could twist off. That is, uh, when you're talking about, like, exorcist stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes it, uh, it's not only demonic. It can be a curse that was laid on you. Yeah. You get you have to get that exercised. It's the only way to break it. And it's almost like Hollywood does do that stuff justice sometimes because the way it looks in Hollywood, Yeah, it, it is that way in real life. I've seen it personally. Like possession? Yes. Yeah, I won't ever say it doesn't exist. Even if I haven't, you know, seen it with my own eyes, I can't prove nor disprove it. Yeah. It's wild. And uh, and I always wonder. Uh, I mean, most of the time, I, you know, you, you damn them to hell, but you wonder if they go. You see, you send them to be bound by chains till the time comes. And how, yeah, like you say, how you know they go? I don't. Might just be over there fuzzing around, waiting on you to fucking go away, and then they're like, oh, fuck that asshole, Kendrick <laughs> bastard, yeah. soulless motherfucker, I couldn't <laughs> jump on him. I can't jump on me. Yeah. They could. No, you don't have a soul, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, that, you have a point. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're not interested in gingers. <laughs> Practically one of them. Yeah, they're not interested in you. <laughs> you get a pass. Yeah. That's what, that's what, that's, that is, that is the gingers pass right there is, you know, the demons ain't worried about you. Soulless. I would like to know, like, it has to stem further back than the South Park joke. Like, I wonder how far back in time that goes. Is it because we're so pale? I, I, honestly, I don't know. Maybe it's because, you know, most of the time gingers have, like, food allergies and all that shit. So you can't really eat spicy foods or soulish foods. Well, yeah. Without it upsetting your stomach or whatnot. I guess I'm an anomaly here. Yeah, well, you know, every now and then, gingers strike gold. That makes you a leprechaun. Just a tall fucking La -di -da -di -da. leprechaun. What if it wasn't even Irish, though? Could be uh, Scottish? I think there were still Scottish leprechauns. Don't quote me on that. I'm sure that's bullshit. Talking leprechaun talk now? You want to talk about time anymore? I mean, why does it matter? That's what we're trying to get to the bottom of. We were talking about materialism a little bit. Well, I think, 
I think they want us to pay attention to these numbers on this dial because that makes it, that keeps us in check. It's another way to keep us in check. Keep keep watching that dial, buddy. Watch the days click by while you're a slave to them. Yeah, I try. I'm sure most people do too. Like if you got like a show enough debt, like a debt that you know you'll never be able to pay. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> Fuck them. Right. <laughs> My bad. Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, if you can get to a place to where you don't think about it no more. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. It's very nice. You live in free. Yeah. Yeah, as free as you can without anything. Yeah. You know, barely. Ain't got no credit. Can't buy anything. Can't even really have a bank account. You know, if you want to. If you want to be a skis member of society, <laughs> you know, fuck them. <laughs> and that's literally what they throw over your head. Yeah. I mean, you get nothing. If you give them nothing, they take everything. I heard about a lady recently. She spent, I looked it up. It was an art, artsy-fartsy school. $150,000, I think, by the time you get your degree. And what the fuck? What the fuck for? And this was for something people have natural ability for. And, and this is, yeah, I get that. And this is uh, a young lady who was about to uh, end her life because and of her debt. No, well, I'm sure that had something to do with it. But she told her best friend this, and her best friend was, you know, don't do anything irrational. Like you got so much to live for. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she felt like she didn't. Maybe that was a part of it. Well, I mean, think about it. Looking, think about looking at making maybe twenty to fifty thousand dollars a year as yeah. an artist. Looking at a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt as a twenty-two-year-old. Yeah. Coming out the gate. Coming out that gate. Think about somebody that goes to be a... Gets their doctorate in elementary education. They're looking top in 65000 Yeah. She also... She had a few other... Um, had a few other things going on in her life, too. She was real... She was a real confused young lady. Well, I mean... And I'm sure that she was on a, a cocktail of different medications. I was going to say probably medications. 10 million antidepressants. And yeah. Three mood stabilizers and three other antidepressants to go along with the I six was, one she's on. I was just curious. I was looking into some of those pills and some of the side effects. You know what those SSRIs for depression? Oh, man. What some of those They're terrible. Do? They're terrible. They turn off the circuitry to the logical part of the brain. Yeah. I think that's probably why you have some of these what somewhat called Karens. And you yeah. think and you think about the way that they're perceiving reality. It's like they're perceiving the world directly through emotion and they're channeling that in the way that they act. Instead of being logical and thinking about something, they just lash out in anger. Well maybe they think they're well that maybe the Karen thinks it's being logical. Oh, of course, it's self-righteous. It's narcissistic. Yeah. And with that, 
how can we say that they're not? I mean, with the, you know, everybody's taking the mental illness pass and you can't give everything a mental illness. Sometimes people just suck. Well, a lot of that is, um, it's self-prescribed. Yeah, oh yeah, got doctors in their pocket. I just can't, I'm just not happy like I was. Can you put me on some antidepressants? Or even think about Adderall. I just can't focus. Can you... Can you, can you put I mean, me on something? Give me some energy, maybe. I don't know. I name, name anyone 29 years down to like 16 who doesn't say that they're ADD or ADHD. Oh, everybody does. They they, they all have it. Yeah, everybody's got it. Because they all want Adderall or Vivance yeah. or Ritalin or whatever the fuck. They all want something. They all want some kind of pharmaceutical to make them peppy or happy or... Instead of just trying to find a way to be peppy or happy, you know, getting some fucking rest. Or, I don't know, going outside, sitting in the sun. Soaking up some sunshine. Hanging out with the sun for a while, you know. Why don't people do that? I mean, I take medicine, but goddamn, I might murder people if I don't. I took off work today because I didn't have my medicine. So, like, I was curious about some of these statistics. And I was looking at, like, just depression. Yeah. And I was curious because it seemed like people who have the ability to touch grass and maybe have a somewhat of a scene like rural living, rural, 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 country living. I liked horror for a long time. Horror. Horror. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Horror. 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 Oh... But people who have that ability to touch grass and be able to, like, be a part of nature. Yeah. Like, the likelihood of them, like, being depressed or having some kind of some kind of mental thing going on was uh, severely uh, way less of a chance. Like we're talking, like, uh, 40 to 50% difference. Yeah, because when you get to get... Because, like, everybody's is less... When it's sunny out and nice and they get to go outside and all that, everybody can probably downgrade on their antidepressant just slightly. Well, not only that. I mean, nature is so good. Uh, it also will humble you as a person because you realize just how small you are. Oh, hell yeah. Especially if you work the land and you have to sweat. And whatever you build or grow or do by the sweat of your brow, you know it. And it you feel that and one. And it humbles you too because work is important. Yeah, and, and they don't have time to worry about these minor inconveniences that a lot of people drive themselves crazy over. Going back to time, time, they have a different viewpoint of the dial. Looking at the wrong thing, they're looking inside. Yeah, they're looking at every minute of that day. We're just looking at that day. Just looking at the day. You got to look at every minute of that day. Once you see every minute of that day, you really enjoy that day a lot more. Not even if you're asleep through it. Even if you're asleep through some minutes of that day, which everybody's going to sleep a little bit at some point, unless you don't know you're on that choo-choo. Mm-hmm. But that's what happens, you know. 
That's why the Amish. You don't see them fucking on pharmaceuticals and whatnot. They're out there in the sun. They're toiling the ground. They're out there living every minute. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty good example. They're out there living every... They're out there in the dirt. They're but, out there working the land. And they're living every minute of every day because they don't have TV. They don't have phones. They don't have any of that. You know, and, like... Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, when we... You know, people are like... People will post on social media, haven't had my phone all day. It was so free. Cool. Why didn't you have to tell people about it? I go without my fucking phone all the time. I don't hardly tell anybody about it ever. Mm-hmm. Unless people need to get in contact with my Look, man, I'm on my watch. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, that is so weird. Like, even, you know, to a religious standpoint, when take, like, Catholics with Lent, what they're going to give up. Yeah. It's like some of the things that they say, it's like, why are you even doing that anyway? Yeah, why like Why are you... Why how, is that, how is that a sacrifice? Yeah, like, how, does, how can you consider that a sacrifice? It's like, I'm going to behave and try to not use this addictive thing for a while. I'm not going to use this addictive chemical for a while. Yeah. Okay. No donuts. Cutting donuts way. Donuts are done. Cutting out the sugar and the saturated fats. I'm not going to drink. Oh, cool. I'm not going to drink for Lent. 40 days. Cool. <laughs> Come at me in four years. <laughs> Just kidding. But that's what people do, though. It's It's true. Like, what would you consider like a true sacrifice if you was gonna if I was if you was gonna if you was gonna give something up that I love red meat if I was really gonna do Lent and really sacrifice something that I love red meat I can't go without protein at all but I would sacrifice red meat I eat yeah. that almost I mean this every is day. the time of year where a lot of they'll do that. Yeah, remember that? I mean, the the uh, the McFish. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is the best time of the year for that sandwich. Yeah. And uh, what is it? The uh, they have the McChicken Big Mac mm-hmm. right now. You can mm-hmm. get that. Yeah. So I mean, people are stepping away from red meat, which I love it. I'm glad. May it be cheaper. <laughs> well, I mean. There have been stores that quit carrying eggs because they're so expensive and people won't even buy them, so they don't even stock them anymore. Yeah, they ain't even need to buy them because they're having a, that grocery store is having to buy those at a, mm-hmm. you know, a wholesale rate. Mm-hmm. So if they're not selling even enough to make their wholesale rate, they're losing money on eggs. It's, it's a whole weird paradigm that we're kind of living in right now to where I think it was maybe Seattle or maybe been Portland. Uh, it was Washington or Oregon in a community like that or city, whatever, uh, to where Walmart was leaving because of all the theft. Yeah. And then, like, you know, idiots on Twitter were celebrating. It was like, that's great. You know, now a, a mom-and-pop store can uh, come in and open. and We can you know, steal from them. That was the point. It was like, if Walmart couldn't, was better in their interest to just pack up and leave. Yeah. 
they ain't no mom and pop store going to do that. No, they're just going to be like, fuck y'all. Online, bitch. <laughs> you ain't going to have that. You're going to have to go to the adjacent town to get you whatever you need. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. And thank the dumbasses that live around you for that. Yeah. I mean, you look at, well, downtown Columbus is starting to build again. But there for a while, it was looking pretty destitute. Downtown Columbus, you know. Oh, yeah, it was, was pretty rough. There's been um, it's getting a little more lively though. A little, little more boomy downtown. Trying to get this thing rolling. Just a matter of time, John. It's all about time. It is. You know, we've been talking about it for years that we were the people that are supposed to be making things happen, and it's finally starting to happen. Mm-hmm. Our age group of people are doing things and. Making plays and making changes and whatnot. If you'd have told me I'd be throwing music festivals 10 years ago, I'd be like, I don't even know who that guy is. Fuck yeah, How would I do that, you know? And now you're having a music festival comedy fucking crawfish bowl. Art show. Art show, yeah. It's going to be wild. Great time. Come on out, April 14th and 15th. Downtown Columbus at Munson and Brothers. Spoiler alert, my birthday is Sunday, 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 Sunday. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Woo! Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Need to get some, like, sound effects with, like, I don't know. Like, I want to do that. I want to start, like, doing stingers. Like, if we, like, ever get, like, an actual studio or somewhere to yeah. sit. I know we've been saying this for years. Yeah. Still dick off. Yeah, we're uh, still sitting in my dining room. Uh, you just, what I kind of got it set up in here for us, though. I mean. It's pretty we dope. Have, we have a table. It's pretty and dope. some stuff on the wall. A record player that doesn't have speakers. I don't know. That's something that uh, y'all could let us know. Uh, we could have video casted this night. It could have been on YouTube. It would have been like uh, just one camera angle, and you would just be looking at me and John looking at each other while we're talking. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know like what the. Uh, I mean, that's what it's gonna be, though. I mean, we're not gonna have like naked girls over in the in the back <laughs> corner or anything, dude. That I mean, shit. That's true. But like uh, you know, a lot of like Unless. a lot of more like professional video. You think about Joe Rogan, like the cameras on whoever's talking, right? Yes, yeah, and it, it kind of makes it more interesting. That's too pimp. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So we're, we'd be doing a one camera shot. One camera shot. Get, uh, we might get old Bill and Scott to help. Like uh, some, uh, you know, we go on Pornhub style in here. One camera. Yeah, that's a strap on. Pav, pav camera. Point of view. Yeah. But I would like to know what if you want to have like more video cast. Vigi. But uh, we're not going to video everyone because, I mean, some things are... Uh, Sometimes we like to do things that you can't do on camera. Yeah. Like take shots of whiskey off Alan's butthole. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do that. They do. It's weird. It I is, told them not to. It's quite weird. Why do I allow these things to happen? Well, dude, like as we get ready to... Close this up. You got anything else to add about the closing and time? Uh, I don't know, man. We really need to take take a look at how we see time and how we would you say structure, it? We, we structure should, our lives. We should better manage it. Not necessarily better manage it. Just not necessarily look at it 
on a day-to-day level. Look at it as more of a now. You want to be in the now. You're a now yeah, guy. I'm a now guy. I like now. You're right in the now. That's because, dude, I have I have a lot of weird shit happen in my past that's not cool. Now has been pretty cool. Future seems all right, but I, can, I don't know yet. You don't know it. Now I got control it. over now. And like one thing, like maybe you're down and out right now. I'll give you a little encouragement as we walk out. And you've heard this old cliche. Who knows where you might be in three months, six months, a year from now. So just hang in there. I'm still going to be sitting here probably. Uh, probably will be, well, I don't know. I might have to make some moves. We'll have to see. We'll see. We'll see. And you can't ever tell. I might leave as well. Who knows? Who could tell? Well, y'all, uh... Time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. It's time for us to be leaving. It's time for us to be moving on. Goodbye. See ya. Take me to the junkyard Throw me in the pile with others I have broken down beyond repair Beyond repair System overload There's a bug inside the code Of my biological software I'm beyond repair Comprised mostly of wear and tear Beyond repair, why don't you let me go? Don't be a square I lie awake in bed I feel like I am just a dead weight So let's untie that knot and tell me if I've cracked At a salvage lock Take me to the Hey, hey, hey.
logical, 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 logical software. I am beyond This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.